Hello, my friend. I hope you're hearing me. This is my first uh, event on Insight Timer. So I want to thank you for being here and uh, supporting the this platform. And uh, again, I hope that you're, <laughs> you're hearing me. Uh, I can see myself. So if you can hear me, it would be really uh, nice if you could just Give me, oh yes, hearing you well. All right, excellent. Thank, thank you, Valerie. Thank you for this uh, confirmation. So, as I was saying, thank you for being here. This is my, uh, this is this, the chit show. So the, uh, the idea, thank you, thank you, Positive Flow, Gloria, Sharon, uh, I see you. Thank you for, uh, for uh, uh, confirming that uh, I'm, I'm live. So this is the chit show a show that I'm going to do every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So I'm going to prepare the uh, the lives. You're going to see them on my profile and you can uh, log in as you are doing uh, right now. So the, the chit show is, it's not the shit show, it's the chit show. So C-H-I-T is for consciousness. So the idea of the chit show is to consciously deepen our inner peace. So that's what I suggest to you. And uh, this, this evening, what I wanted to talk about is a subject that I did a, a, a double conference uh, two weeks ago and uh, on that subject. And one question came up uh, asking if that subject was a little like, was it still relevant? Uh, is it uh, overused? Is it romanticized? And it made me think that uh, it is, it could be easily romanticized or overused. And it's important and relevant to uh, just deep down into the subject to really understand what we're talking about, what we're referring to when we do uh, talk about that. And uh, what, how, how do we build from there? So the, that main subject for this evening is, you can see here, it's resilience. So resilience or resiliency, depending on uh, where you, you are in the world, the, the idea of being resilient is when you have uh, strength or perseverance to go through the, uh, the, the hardships that can come up in our lives. It can go from a really tragic event to the day-to-day the, the -day hurdles that we need to uh, manage. So there's one thing that I want to share with you right now that I feel it's really important that we we're all, that everybody knows so we are on the same page is that whatever you went through in your life, you are a resilient being. Even more so uh, uh, with the, the, the big test that we got internationally with the year that just passed, 2020 was a really challenging one in so many levels. But I, I really want you to understand and to, to accept and to integrate that you are resilient. You have resiliency. Yes, Gloria, this too shall pass. That's exactly where I was, uh, where I was going with this. The idea is that it's not about having resiliency or resilience, or you know, if you don't have enough, you're gonna uh, run out of it. 
we're always resilient. The idea of if we're going to make it through that event comes from our ego, you know, selfish mind that it's either black or white. We either go through the event and we win or we don't and we we die, but we we don't necessarily we don't well, we never die from a, a hardship. We can be badly bruised emotionally, maybe even physically, but we never die from a hardship. So what regardless of what you're going through right now, I want to confirm to you that you are resilient. So from that point, it's relevant to to think, well, is is this like, you know, why are we still talking about resiliency if everybody has everybody is resilient? Well, the 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 level or the amount or the the strength that you have to go through hardship will determine how much I would say how much pain you feel going through it and afterwards how much suffering you you endure by holding on to that pain when you went through the the event so let me give you an example uh, the year 2020 that we just went through it was really hard and some people were affected financially uh, some, uh, you know, uh, they uh, to to they were affected to their health, uh, you know, emotionally, uh, you know, professionally. We, some of us, we uh, were affected at some level, or all of us were affected at some level, on uh, throughout the year through some from uh, the pandemic, uh, you know, the the economical consequences of. Uh, the, the countries so and it's going to take years to get out of it to come to really fully come back from it for because we uh, you know we just said that everybody's resilient everybody made it through that hardship into 2021 so now the people that are gonna uh, benefit from it Thank you for the, the hearts and Gloria. I see you. We never die. Even if we, we're in a, a down. Yes, definitely. Uh, the idea in a lockdown. Yes. <laughs> the idea is that uh, the ones that are more resilient, the ones that uh, we have a, a resilience level higher or a, a surplus of resilience, once into 2021, they will be able to wrap up 2020 and accept it for what it was a bit faster. So they're gonna they're gonna uh, carry less of the pain of 2020 into 2021. So it's relevant to ask ourselves, well, okay, I'm resilient. I know I'm gonna make it. This too shall pass, as uh, Gloria sh uh, shared with us. Beth, I see you. You had to sell your house. That's that's really. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to 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 read that. And my 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 thoughts are with you. We're supporting. We're really a, a great community here. So uh, we are supporting you in in this energetically because you know we're self distancing, but uh, definitely we're here for you. And that's a a good Beth is a good uh, example that 
she was really hit hard in 2020. So it's relevant to say, well, okay, what can I do in 2021 uh, to make that this year a little bit better or at least a little less harsh? So that's where resiliency comes in. And the more we build our resiliency, the more we can um, push through or go through those hardships and feel less emotionally or or you know financially beat beat down or beat down yeah beat down afterwards so the resiliency it's not uh it's linked with courage uh, versus fear courage doesn't doesn't make it that we don't have any any fears courage means that we go through our fears even though they're there so resiliency, it's the exact same thing. It's about, it's not gonna take care or you know make all our hardships disappear, but with more resiliency, we can go through them at a much steadier pace, which at the end, when we're through the hardship, then we can rebuild in a way that's much more stable and much healthier. So, Mm-hmm. Antoinette, uh, I, I read, but if you, uh, what if you are getting a lot of negativity? Uh, Crystal, that's a good one. <clears throat> uh, meditation for positivity. The idea is that the, the negativity will always be present. And also, as Crystal uh, shared with us, the positivity would always be present too. And that takes me to my, uh, my, my next point, is that resilience is uh, composed. You have two elements that you have to, to, to accept and to recreate to be more resilient. So now that we know we're resilient and it's relevant to build that resiliency, build that, uh, that, that inner strength to help us carry what we need to carry through hardships and then rebuild after that, then we need to understand how to recreate it and uh, how to build it, I mean, that, that resilience. So there's two elements and we've already touched on one. The first one is you, optimism. So yes, to have, uh, to build resilience, we need to stay optimist we need to express optimism and we touched on positivity we touched on uh you know bouncing back and being able to to see a better future to make the year that's coming a little bit better and that's what optimism is and it has to be uh, at your own level it has to be realistic so if your, your uh, idea of optimism or a better world is a world like, like me, I, I wrote down uh, in, the, in January, I wrote down my, my dream for the world. It's a world with, uh, where everybody is at peace in, inwardly. So it's reflected through the, the community. So it's a really big dream, but I'm optimistic that we can create it. And for that, for to be optimistic, to have an optimist, optimistic outlook, then 
we need to uh, to stay positive, to meditate, to constantly uh, reconnect with ourselves and with uh, through spirituality, our faith, our religion, to understand that whatever happens tomorrow can be better. That's what optimism is. It's not a big idea that you know everything is going to be perfect tomorrow. Far, far from that. It's about knowing that there is an op the opportunity. There's a, um, a good chance that tomorrow can be better. And if we do that every step of the way, every day that we reconnect with ourselves and we think tomorrow can be better, then we have an optimistic outlook. But <laughs> being optimistic and positive and really um, meditating and it's not enough. There is a second piece of the puzzle that when linked together, then it makes us more resilient. Because if, well, to take for example, somebody that is super positive and tomorrow will be better, tomorrow will be better, if they come to uh, facing a hardship and they, they're taken by surprise or they're, uh, you know, they're, um, uh, they, they don't expect it, a financial something, a financial hardship or a health hardship, and they didn't prepare for it, it's going to be really tough in those low moments to stay positive, to keep the optimistic outlook. So, uh, Crystal, no, always keep going forward, no matter what happens. That's exactly where I'm going, Crystal. Thank you for uh, <laughs> for for uh, introducing that uh, that idea. Because the second piece of the puzzle is about accountability. So when we are optimistic, it is important to support that optimism with accountability. And accountability has also two parts which are really important to, uh, to identify. Usually when we talk about accountability is taking responsibility. So I, I am accountable for my actions. I accept whatever the consequences are from my action. So, I, uh, of course, there is the, the concept of responsibility. So we need to take responsibility that whatever we do, whatever action we, we choose to, uh, to do, then there's always consequences to it. So by accepting that, by taking our responsibility, what we're doing is that we are uh, I don't I don't really like the word controlling. <laughs> we are managing our options the best way we can. We stay in what's the second part of accountability. We stay in action. We need to take action while taking responsibility. <laughs> and that is our path for accountability because Again, if, if I take the same idea with the, uh, the, the optimist person that is hit by a hard, uh, a hard, a hardship, it's hit by, a, by a, a hit hard by life, then if that person doesn't do anything like concrete conscious actions, 
it's going to be really hard to stay positive and optimistic. Once we start moving, that's what we, that's what supports the the optimism because every step that we do, we gain back control on the hardship that hit us. So that's through those actions we gain back the the control and because we can manage each step of the way it's much easier to stay positive through actions well to to do the the, the full link the full circle to stay positive to stay optimistic we need to take responsibility for whatever is happening good bad ugly uh you know uh the 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 some well i know i'm going to speak for myself <laughs> me first when something happens i have i um i often have the the reaction the first reaction is like why is this happening to me <laughs> why couldn't my life be simpler or better or i i i have that's my usually that's my first uh that's my first um thought but then the the next step because i'm an optimistic person i know that even if today is harsh tomorrow can be can definitely be better so my 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 second thought after uh being the um uh after being uh go being down with myself my second thought is what gloria is telling us right now what does that mean why is this happening to me but not in a victim way it's why is it happening to me what do i have to learn in in this hardship or in this moment even if it's a, a really good situation it's important to take a moment and realize that this is happening for us even the good stuff the good stuff it's more it's easier to think that way but even the hard stuff the 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 hardship that we go through it's important to realize that it is happening for us so that's the the responsibility part where we say okay well if it's happening for me it means two things one that i created it some somehow either, either through the, the law of attraction through my thoughts through my past actions that i brought it on my path so i created it and the uh that the 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 idea that i can do something about it because it's here to learn to teach me a lesson i'm here to learn then i created that i attracted that and i can do something about it so that's the responsibility part and then once i know that i can do something about it and if i want that optimistic part where tomorrow is better if i want that if i want to create that then i need to take actions so i hope that this this makes sense uh the this quick uh res resilience uh, 101 and uh, the the idea is that we are we are constantly bombarded die i hope i pronounced that that right die from uh, argentina hello die we are with you <laughs> the um 
we are constantly bombarded by negative uh, influences, negative stuff from the, you know, uh, social medias, the, 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 the news, all that stuff. We are constantly bombarded by negativity, like we, we shared a bit earlier. Parallel to that, like I shared, there's always positivity to be found. There, there's, I believe there's equal amount of negativity that we create then there's positivity that we also create so the idea is uh, the, the 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 balance between the two or I, I should say not the balance but the option of cultivating the one that we want goes with uh, that uh, little story with uh, for about the wolves I'll, I'll tell the story quickly if you don't uh, if you don't know about it So the story is that uh, a young kid goes to his uh, grandfather. I think it's in a, uh, an indigenous story, but the, a young kid goes to his grandfather and uh, he says, like, he asks him, how do I know what, uh, how to act in the world? What is good and what is bad? How do I know to, how to decide? And the grandfather tells him, inside of you, at every single moment of your life, there's always two wolves. There's the, the good one or the light one, the, the one that comes from light and the one that comes from darkness. And whoever or whichever you feed the most, that's what's gonna be recreated. So if we feed the darkness, darkness will be created if we feed the light, that, that's what's gonna be multiplied. So right now, I feel that in the world, there are at, at least as much darkness than there is light. And it is up to us to choose which wolf we're gonna feed to create what we want. And then that's where resilience comes in. It's important to understand that we are resilient being. We went through the darkness and we're like through the darkness for a little bit and then through the light where it's a more, a little more relaxed. And then we go back to darkness and light and it's always a, a, a swirling pattern on our path. It's, it's rarely a straightforward, a super straight path. But because we're going, uh, darkness, light, darkness, light in every moment of our lives, then whatever the, or which, whichever side we're going to feed on, or we're going to, we're going to feed, or we're going to uh, really, um, uh, uh, we're going to, how can I say? <laughs> I lost my word. Whichever path we're going to choose to linger in, so if we decide to linger in the darkness, we will have the, the, the perception that the world is darker. If we linger in the light, we will have the perception that the world is peaceful, it's joy, it's happiness. That decision comes from resilience. Yes, we need an optimistic outlook. We need to recognize that the positive is there even while we're 
we're digging through the darkness, we need to recognize that the positive, the, 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 the light is there, even really when it's really, really dark, there's always light. And at the same time, because they're both are there, then it's our responsibility to choose which side we want to feed. So even in the darkness, we can choose to feed the light. It's, I, I agree that it's much, much simpler to feed the light when we are in the light, but because light is everywhere, when we are in darkness, we have the opportunity to feed the light. So that's when the, uh, we take responsibility, responsibility <laughs> of that choice and whatever we choose, then we take actions to feed it, to feed whichever side we want to feed on. That's the accountability part. So knowing when we're going through darkness, knowing that the light is still there and that tomorrow is going to be a little bit brighter and taking uh, being accountable that we need to take action. We need to take responsibility and we need to take conscious action to create, to reconnect with that light so tomorrow is a little bit brighter and it's a little bit better. So I hope that resonates uh, with you because that's why we, uh, that's why we are resilient. Like everybody, as I said in the, in the beginning, everybody is resilient regardless of your current situation. As uh, someone shared uh, before, I think it's Gloria, this too shall pass. If you're in the darkness, remember that this too shall pass. So take responsibility for where you are, take conscious actions towards the light and you will, this too shall pass, you will pass through. At the same time, remember when you're in the light and you have a great life and you have, you know, everything seems positive, remember that this too shall pass too. <laughs> so it's always important that when you are in the light to take responsibility to, uh, for where you are presently and to continue to take actions to feed that side, to multiply it. So now, Yes, nothing is permanent, uh, uh, Gloria. So now, uh, a few examples of actions that we can take, and we will take one right uh, in a few minutes, that is really powerful to bring us, if we, right now, if we are in darkness, bring us towards the light, and if we already are in the light, then to multiply it. So. As we shared uh, a little bit uh, earlier, as we saw, uh, you know, meditation is a really good one. Connection to uh, uh, connect through our relationships and really take uh, the responsibility that if we want really strong relationships, it is our responsibility to connect with the other person and to, to feed that light, that, um, that loving relationship, it's our responsibility to take action to, to feed it. Uh, 
take small tasks and steps. Yes, Crystal, it's, it's, it's relevant to take our time and every single step counts. So, you know, a little bit of meditation uh, every day, if that's your thing, uh, connecting with uh, other people. Uh, it could be self-care. I like, I really like to, uh, to take long, hot baths with a nice uh, bubble bath. Uh, probably right after this live, I'm gonna jump in the bathtub and relax and, you know, just take really good care of myself. A nice candle, nice smell, uh, maybe a, a warm drink, and just enjoy being with myself. Enjoy taking care of myself, which gives me, um, which feeds the light, which feeds, gives me optimism for tomorrow. Because now, while I take care of myself, I know that I prepare for a better tomorrow. And the, uh, the, the part where I take specific and conscious actions, where I, I take responsibility for where I am. I am, a, I am a good place now, good. That's my responsibility to make it even better, to feed the light side so I can multiply it. So taking really good uh, self-care of yourself, that's, uh, that's another one. Uh, it could be just, um, uh, you know, reconnecting with the idea that we are all together. So either on a spiritual level, either on a religious level, for me, it's all the same as long as we, we recognize that we are all connected together, whether it's through a, uh, a certain God or a certain energy or, uh, you know, uh, uh, everybody connected through the, the earth together, doesn't matter we're all talking about the same thing, is to stay connected through prayers, through meditation, through, uh, you know, chanting, anything. Uh, it, there's, so many, there's so many ways that we can, uh, <laughs> that we can uh, feed that light, even when we are in darkness. And as we shared, every single little step counts. And to uh, another quick, quick story, and then we will just quickly recenter ourselves and do a quick meditation. Uh, I will guide you through an, a breathing exercise and a quick moment of silence just to recenter and feed that light side uh, a little bit. So even if you're right now watching this, you're in a, a little bit of a darker place or really dark place, like we shared earlier, the light is still there. So as soon as you feed it a little bit, it's gonna ignite your optimism. And because you're, you're feeding that light through your actions and taking responsibility for your, your current situation, that's gonna build your resilience. So one more little self-sharing uh, <laughs> of my story. Great, Crystal is saying, yes, I feel a joy and connection. Yes, I, I definitely feel it uh, on the uh, doing, uh, doing this live, even though, you know, through all that social distancing and the, you know, those masks and everything, going live like this, I feel, uh, I feel blessed that it's, that it's available to us. 
So uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for being uh, in being here. I really appreciate it. I'm I'm touched by it. So my darkest moment. Well, first of all, uh, I sent an email to uh, to uh, to people today, a newsletter, and I started the newsletter by saying that I would never, up until just a little while ago, I would never. Uh, identified to somebody who was resilient. I, I never uh, I, I never really thought about that. Two reasons is that from my perspective, I know that we cannot compare one life to another, but from my perspective, I had a really simple and easy life compared to the stories that I heard from other people. Uh, so from my perspective, I didn't need resilience to go through the, 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 the different hardships that I went through. Uh, for me, the, uh, the being resilient uh, meant like, you know, when you, uh, I don't know, when you lose a parent or when you, uh, at, for the, the people that go to war and, you know, they lose a leg or something like a really, really tough challenge. And I had tough challenge in my past but they were all self-inflicted. <laughs> so I could not really identify with the idea that I needed to be resilient to go through challenges that I created for myself until I really understood what being resilient is all about. And when I understood that it's about being and staying optimistic towards tomorrow, towards the future, and taking responsibility for where I am and taking a conscious but a simple uh, mini actions every single day to build that resilience, then I, I, I re-identified myself as a resilient person. And my, I could say my, my, my darkest moment happened in September 2007. I, after, at that time, I was 29 years old. <laughs> and after a decade of drugs, uh, alcohol, parties, name it, I was there almost uh, overdosed three times. In September 2007, I, I had ran out of money. Uh, and not just temporarily, I was in a, uh, you know, um, uh, a half basement apartment and running out of money to the point that every morning when the sun was coming up, I was walking around the, the, the neighborhood to find a change, just some loose change so I could buy little bags of pasta at the corner store and that would hold me for two or three days. So I had literally no money left. Obviously, I couldn't pay my rent, uh, you know, uh, for me, the that moment, financially, but also emotionally, uh, you know, I had I felt that I had nobody that would support me in that uh, in that situation. I I was uh, I was filled with shame. I was frustrated. I was filled with rage. So all those emotions plus all the situ the, the situation that. I had completely lost my optimist, uh, optimistic side. 
seem like it seemed like it was hopeless. Like it was a really, really dark time for me. And I decided to just, I, I was, I had the Tony Robbins CDs at that time and I decided to listen to them during a weekend. I cried all the, the, the tears from my, <laughs> from my heart. And on the Monday morning, the only thing that would come up was to start walking, just move, go get out, go outside and walk a little bit. And I did that when the sun was rising up and it was, I felt such a peaceful moment and my situation didn't change. I couldn't pay my rent. I had no money. I was super hungry. Uh, like, uh, I was emotionally um, drained. I didn't know what to do, where to go from there. But my instinct told me, my intuition guided me outside the door and to start walking a little bit. So I thought at that time that that, uh, that idea was so, uh, was so basic, you know, like I, I couldn't even th think that going for a walk would do would do anything but i thought you know i have anything and i have nothing else to do so might as well do that <laughs> and to this day so now it's uh, 13 almost 14 years later to this day i know that this was what saved me at that time in in september 2007 i was 29 years old and I knew that if I continued to live how I was living, I wouldn't make it to 40 years old. Now I'm, now I'm 42, so <laughs> I made it. That's a good thing. <laughs> but the, this, this small step that I took, just when I was really, really in the darkness, I took responsibility for where I was. And that, for me, that was the hardest part because I was used to blaming everybody else. I took responsibility for where I was and I took an action. And then I took another one and then another one. And every action that I took supported my optimism, which in, uh, which in turn fed my, uh, my light side so when I was really in, in the darkest moment of my life, that, that, that exact same uh, equation, so going from uh, taking responsibility and taking small actions, which is the, the accountability, being accountable for uh, what's happening to me or for me, what's happening for me, <laughs> and linking it or supporting it with the optimistic view of the future of tomorrow and then a week and then a month, that's what helped me come out from my darkest moments. So that's my personal story, my personal path on that exact exact science, the, the resilience that, uh, thank you, I, I see the congratulations, the, uh, the thank you, uh, thank you for, for listening. <laughs> And um, that's, that's the equation. That's a, a really good example of the equation when we are, when we do what needs to be done, so accountability, to stay optimistic 
that's when we build our resilience and we can move forward through any hardship. So I hope that resonates and that all makes sense. And knowing that you are already resilient, you are already either through that hardship or going through, always remember that this too shall pass and uh, keep taking actions. Even if it's not always the right one to take, at least taking actions, you're still accountable for where you are, for your, your own self, for your future, and that's how you keep moving forward. So now uh, to wrap this up, <laughs> I'm going to suggest you a um, thank you, Indian Crystal, Gloria. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate your, your kind words. Uh, to wrap this up, I would like to guide you through a quick breathing exercise that you can do at any moment that you want with a, a moment of silence to realign, to reconnect and realign with yourself. So I feel that this exercise for me is really, um, it's powerful whenever I feel I haven't been in a, uh, as much dark place as I was in 2007. But even at that point and moving forward, that uh, every time that I'm nervous, that I feel a little bit of anxiety for something, I feel that this is a really powerful exercise to reconnect with myself, take a moment for myself, disconnect from the, the crazy world, and then reconnect to myself and be able from that place of, of self-love to be able to take the next step. So you can do it with me or you can uh, stay, uh, uh, keep it for a little bit later, up to you. I really like to close my eyes when I do this, so I'm going to close mine, close yours if it's relevant and comfortable for you. And the first part is we're going to breathe deeply three times, and when we're going to breathe deeply, we're going to hold for a couple of seconds, and then when we exhale, ideally if, if it's, you know, if you're comfortable with it, it's to make a ha ah sound. To, to breathe out forcefully, and you'll see that it's, uh, it's really relaxing. It might be if somebody's sitting beside you, it might be a little awkward, <laughs> but if they do it too, then everything is good. So close your eyes if, it's, if you feel like it. One deep breath. We hold for two seconds, and then we exhale. <sighs> Another deep breath. One, two, exhale. And one more. We hold one, two, and we exhale. And now if you want, you can place your hands on your heart and simply be. There might be thoughts in your head. That's okay. There are thoughts. They're going to pass. You can recognize them, acknowledge them. And just breathe deeply 
without any sound, just focusing on the present moment. A few deep breaths. I will stop talking for about 30 seconds, just so you experience that moment of self-care and connection with yourself, which will support your inner peace. So deep breaths and let's individually connect with ourselves, but together. All right, if you're ready, you can open your eyes, come back to the presentation. And uh, as, as you can, uh, as you probably noticed my, <laughs> even for me, just doing the three deep breaths and a little bit of a connection brings my, my level of uh, energy, um, in a much more peaceful and you know uh, managed way, uh, I was I was going through the presentation. I was feeling myself running out of breath. <laughs> Thank you, Gloria and Crystal. I was feeling myself going out of breath, and I <laughs> I thought like I need to do the exercise now. And uh, by doing the exercise, I reconnect with myself, and I'm much more present. So. I hope that you, you tested the exercise, you did it with us. Uh, it's, um, again, I feel really grateful for uh, the opportunity to connect with you through this platform. And uh, I hope that, um, well, I hope that you appreciate. I see that the, with the, the, the likes and the love and the, the, the little hearts, so it, it warms my heart. Thank you for, for doing that. Thank you for being here. Um, and I, um, I, 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 I hope that you double down on those actions, on those conscious actions that taken from a place of accountability, of responsibility for your current situation will help you build that resilience, keeping an optimistic outlook for tomorrow, for the next month, for a few years, and supporting that with consistent, conscious actions to feed that light. That, that's the, that's those, uh, that combination that will enable you to build that uh, that resilience. Um, Emma, uh, I'm super late. Are you going to be doing this subject again? Not soon. <laughs> it will come up again, definitely, because it is part of 
my main message with this show, The Chit Show, where we consciously deepen our inner peace, resilience and accountability and optimism. Uh, it, it's really, it's all wrapped up into one from my perspective. This show happens every week at 7 p.m. on Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So uh, I hope that you will join me for uh, next, next week. The subject on next week, uh, oh yes, next week it's Valentine's Day. So it's going to be all about relationships and how to make them work. And one last invitation is that... Um, if you, if you feel like uh, indulging in, the, in the, the Insight Timer platform even more, what I suggest for you is right after, right after we're done here, Julie Scon, I hope I pronounced that name right, but Julie Scon is doing a live at 8 p.m. Uh, about the sacral chakra, so to reignite uh, your, I think, uh, reignite yourself or reignite your light or something like that. And she always does really good presentations too. So uh, I invite you if you want to stick around and jump right into a new presentation. Julie Scon on the Insight Timer app, and you're going to be really, uh, really pleased with her guidance too. So on this note, I am wrapping this first episode of the chit show season three we're gonna be back well i will be back next week i hope you are too uh next week next sunday 7 p.m valentine's day so uh i i really hope that this resonates with you i really appreciate being able to share with you thank you for all the love thank you for the the likes and if you if you uh, uh, if you resonate with my message, go check out my profile, follow, and uh, uh, I think it's follow, and then you, you have the little notification to to be sure to have all the the relevant information. So again, thank you for being here. Take good care of yourself, and we will see each other next week. Namaste, my friend. <laughs>